What's going on, Lifesavers? Welcome back to another episode of the Exploring with Micah podcast. Thank you for your patience with me and my inconsistency. I'm not going to make any promises. I'm just going to start moving with my energy. And right now, my energy is moving towards this podcast. And I'm grateful if you listen to it regardless. Today, I want to talk about something that's my new understanding of love. And by the way, my episodes from this point forward, they're going to probably be more sporadic, but they're going to be from my heart, and they're going to be raw flow of experience that I'm learning right now. Love is not a transaction. I think a lot of us in our healing journeys don't realize that healing is the path of the heart. Okay, the title of the video. Thank you. I just came up with it. <laughs> healing is the path of the heart. It's not something that, you know, my parents are these demons and I'm, you know, this hero that's going to come and save myself. At some point, that's great. It's great. It's a necessary step. But at some point, you need to move past that because your heart is now capable of loving more, expanding more. And now you develop this role of like a a healer, I'd say, you know, that's the, that's what I call it. It's really just bullshit. A healer. And it's, that's really just somebody who, you know, is being the parent to that inner child that experienced trauma in their past, which is great. It's, that's a great role as well. But eventually, you're going to develop a, a level of love for yourself that's so unconditional that it's now capable of being expanded outward. Whether or not you're there right now, it's okay. Just sit with me. And, un- and just take in any of this that resonates with you. Envision the future of how unconditional and how infinite your love could possibly be in the coming future. It's not supposed to be only for people that don't cross your boundaries. It's not only going to be for people that you really like. There's not going to be any conditions. At some point in your journey, whether or not you want to take this step is up to you. You'll start to realize that love is not something that's held in a bag. It's not a bag of money. It's not transactional. So if you give me this, in this case, let's say you give me attention or you give me relatability and now I'm your friend. In in exchange, I'm going to give you this coin, right? And this coin represents love, my love. Which, that doesn't make any sense. Love, think about it a lot more like an ever-flowing energy. And when you're triggered, and when you're in fight or flight, and when you're stuck in these certain head spaces, you're no longer experiencing love. You're experiencing fear, which is essentially when your heart is completely closed off, and you're now in a mindset or in a state in your body in which you believe you have to protect yourself in this moment. That's what a trigger is. Love is being is the actual opposite. Sorry, I hit my little pop filter. Is the actual opposite of fear. Most of us live in fear. That's what we learn from trauma and from our lives, really. But love, living in love, that's the greatest thing you could possibly do. You see, when you live in fear, you believe in this idea, that life is a pursuit of happiness. 
But when you live in love, life is the expression of your happiness. Do you see the difference? One re- one sees sees happiness. I just use happiness as the word. It also means love. It also means safety. It also means joy. Fill in the fill in the blank for yourself if needed. When people say I'm pursuing my happiness, no, <laughs> you're not pursuing anything. You're just trying to find the things in your life that will allow for you to experience love within yourself. But I'm going to tell you something right now. That love that's ever flowing is something you can experience at every single moment of your day. And this is dependent upon your level of protecting yourself, where you're at in your healing journey, how long you can sustain that kind of feeling. Don't get me wrong. I'm no fucking holy man. I'm no guru. But I'm someone who consistently experiences quite a bit of love and joy more than any other emotion in my life. And that's only recently happened, but it's not going away. And that's why I feel I'm capable enough to at least express what I'm, what I'm feeling to an extent and how I've kind of got here, my current understanding of what love really is. Now, how can you visualize what love is, an, is a, that love is a ever-ending flow? Okay, well, let's think about it like this. When you're happy and when you're in love, you are experiencing that within yourself, but you currently believe that something else is giving you that. No one else is giving you happiness. No one else is giving you love. You are experiencing love. It is an internal experience that you are having. It's happening only within you. Now, how are they making you experience that? Well, simple. Think of your joy, your happiness, and your love in your heart, really, Let's just, let's just focus on that. Your heart is like a door. And it just so happens that the other person, maybe that's a partner, family, a specific uh, sibling, a friendship, a hobby, a team, whatever in your life that allows for you to experience these positive emotions has a key to that door. But here's an interesting thing. You don't seem to understand that you have the key to the door. It's your door. You made it. It looks polished. It's your favorite color. It's designed the exact way that you wanted it to be. Not the way that your mama wanted it. Not the way that your grandma wanted it. It's your door and you can have access to it at all times. But it seems that you've lost your key. At some point in the road, you gave up on opening the door yourself. And you thought you would spend the rest of your life having other people open the door for you. The problem with that is that that other person isn't always going to be around. That hobby may not be something you're interested in forever. But you can still experience love outside of any of these other things. Now, how do you put something like this into practice? How do you actually love in this kind of way? Well, let's think about it a little bit more like if love is an ever-ending flow, then what are the things in your life right now that are easiest to love? Think about that for a moment. I'll give you a couple seconds. Pause the podcast if you need to. Is it another person that's easy to love? Is it 
yourself? Is it maybe parts of yourself? Is it a hobby? Is it whatever it is? A tree, a flower? It, it's, it, dude, it really don't matter. It could it could be your favorite pair of socks. It could be your favorite TV show. It could be your favorite food. All of those things are just little keys that allow for you to experience love within yourself. Those are great. These are great tools. They're necessary. Now, we know the things that help us experience love. But how do we expand upon that? Well, what are the things that you notice are re- you're resistant to? You're likely resistant to that thing for one of two reasons. And I'm generalizing them, yes, but this is the ones that have come up for myself. One, you were afraid of that thing. You don't believe that loving that thing, whether that's a flower, that's a bee, that's yourself, that, that part of yourself that maybe was invalidated in the past, will give you safety. Because again, love and safety go hand in hand. Two, the only other reason is because you have some form of preference. You don't like that person. You don't like cheese. You don't like that kind of music. All of those preferences are just reasons for you not to experience love. For you not to love that thing. Because you want to have a personality trait that doesn't like that thing. Hey, I'm not here to attack your personality traits. I'm just here to give you the real. And the moment I was real with myself about how all of this is just in my fucking head. And every single thing I believe in my head is something that's preventing me from experiencing love. That's a problem. Don't you think? That's kind of a problem. Not all things, of course, right? Everything in your life is the expression of your love. It's not you searching for it in other people or in other things. So when I say love truthfully is an ever-ending flow now we're getting to an interesting place because if you remove your preferences about things and if you start to over time trust that that maybe the gorgonzola cheese is something you can love maybe uh the stretch marks i'm just saying random stuff i'm not trying to trigger you the random like stretch marks maybe that you are a little bit overweight maybe that you eat a little too much occasionally and all of that's bullshit like just as an fyi like stretch marks are just another opportunity to love yourself especially if you have resistance to it if you notice this whole narrative in your head that gives you all the reasons and and literally it will write you a whole essay about why you can't love that part of yourself that is your perfect moment to love that part of yourself just that much more Everything that you notice you have a reason to not love is a reason that you need to get rid of. It's not true. My love for you is as strong as titanium. Unless right now, where I'm currently at, if you trigger me from two standpoints, you're seeking a relationship with me. I'm petrified of a relationship right now. I just, I don't want one. But hey, I'm going to get over that probably tomorrow. Two. If you like gorgonzola cheese, (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But like, you get my point, right? Like, everything in our lives kind of gets us to this stage where we have a choice whether or not we are going to love that thing. And where I'm at in my journey, everything comes back to love. I don't work unless I'm feeling love. I work through the blockages when they're happening. 
I notice myself get tense in my body. I notice when I'm anxious. I notice the chatter that's going on in my head. I notice all of it because once you've experienced that taste of love for yourself and nothing else was creating it, you will start to pay hell of amounts of attention to all the things that are preventing you from experiencing that that bliss, that love, that level of ecstasy. You will be like, well, that's got to go. Mm, nah, that's not worth it. That's got to go too. You'll get to like this place where now you're seeking liberation so that you can always be experiencing that feeling. And that is literally where I'm at on my journey. I hope this episode gave you a little bit of an understanding, gave you maybe a vision about what love could possibly be for yourself. And I hope to see you whenever I make another podcast. Let me know if you guys like this style. I like how free and authentic this was to me, so I'm definitely going to keep making them this way. I'll, I'll occasionally, you know what? The next podcast I'll probably make will be called Three Stages of Healing because I think that one's going to be really beneficial for you guys so that I can start to break down, you know, what are the stages that get you to to this place, right? And stages doesn't mean it's better. I'm not on level three and you're on level one. No one is above anyone. Think about it like a timeline. You're just going straight across. And I just I was already I was already at that bus stop. I already know what the food tastes like there. They don't have good bathrooms at that gas station, so I'm not gonna go back there. But you're there. Try out the bathroom. Go get yourself some snacks, get back on the bus, and keep going. That's the journey. That's the game. That's the fun part about all of this. And this is exploring with Micah. <laughs> Gosh, I love this show. Alright, thank you for listening to me talk. I love you. I'm sending you love. And I can't wait to hear from you. So, uh, yeah, talk soon.